the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Food or clean water. We're on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for Blue Darter Sports Central with your host, Roger Franklin Williams. Stay tuned for the latest updates on Blue Darter Sports, along with interviews with student athletes, coaches, and more. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Now, here's Roger. Welcome to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, it's great to be with you on a wonderful Christmas season Friday evening throughout Central Florida. I'm Roger Franklin Williams, joined by Joe Ferraro and also joined by Chris Hart of the American Adversaries. We have a very special Blue Darter Sports Central program for you tonight. We're glad that you're joining us. It's great to be with you. We are going to have a preview of the 2021 Class 8A State Championship football game, which will be held next Saturday at 1 p.m. in Fort Lauderdale. And, of course, that game will include our own Apopka Blue Darters as they travel down to Fort Lauderdale to play the Venice High School Indians for the Class 8A State Championship in the state of Florida next Saturday. In tonight's program, we'll talk about the season that the Blue Darters have had. We'll talk about their road to the playoffs, which has included four outstanding playoff victories. And in every single one of those playoff victories, Apopka was the underdog going into the game. And uh, most likely, uh, not most likely, we will be the underdog uh, going into the game with Venice uh, a week from tomorrow, uh, which is exactly the way we want it. And before we go to back to Chris Hart and to Joe Ferraro, of course, I want to let you know about our sponsors. They are, of course, a Porky's Original Barbecue, Community Health Centers of Central Florida, Florida Door Solutions, and, of course, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain supports the Blue Darter Sports Central, Blue Darter Football Broadcast, and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Well, Joe, it's great to see you again on a Friday night. A little bit different uh, venue, though. Yeah, it absolutely is. And you know, you're right, Roger. The Blue Darters have been the underdog all season. As a matter of fact, we started this uh, in 2012. They've been the underdog since then. Well, I tell you what, they some, somehow find a way to, to victory. Like, for instance, last week's game, I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game. I think that everybody thought it was going to be a really tough game for the Blue Darters, as you said. They yes. were the underdogs, and yet they slammed the door on Treasure Coast and beat them 21 to nothing. How'd they pull that off? Well, a great question, Chris, and I think um, the short answer is just outstanding defense. And I mean outstanding defense like no high school football defense I literally have ever seen. And, uh, and also outstanding special teams. And then one other thing, too, is I think that we're seeing manifest itself is Apopka played a very difficult schedule this year, a very challenging schedule. Some of the best teams uh, in Central Florida, the best teams in, in the state of Florida. Yes. And I think that's uh, showing itself now. I think the competition that Apopka has played uh, throughout this season from start to finish uh, has been tougher, frankly, than many of these teams were, were playing in the playoffs. Well, you know... 
There's defenses and then there's defenses. Like take for instance, you were talking about the run through the playoffs. Only one team scored more than three points on them, wasn't it? I, I think. Well, you, then the Sanford Seminole was really a, yeah, was a, a dogfight and a nail biter. Seven, but the rest of game, they either, they either shut them out or only allowed them a field goal. And it, and it was exactly. that way down the down the stretch, the last the, the, four the, games the, of the regular, regular season. season. And that's what I'm talking I've never about. Seen I mean, it, a, such disparity. And the, the the number of points that they allowed as to the number of points they scored. And they weren't scoring huge numbers of points. I mean, 30 points in a game was, was a big score for the Darters. They weren't scoring 50, 60 points, and yet they're outscoring. Like they that, have in years past. Right, but during that period, they outscored their opponents because the opponents weren't scoring at all. And I think that um, was really illustrated by the game last Friday night on the road versus Treasure Coast. Treasure Coast came into the game. They had only lost one game. That was by one point to Coco High School, who is, is playing in their in their respective division state championship game this year. Oh, and then right. they've been a power elite power for, for years, numerous state championships on their resume. But anyway, they had lost one game by one point to one of the elite teams in Florida. They had defeated their previous uh, playoff opponent by a score of thirty-four to nothing. That team came into the game undefeated. Yep. So, so you know that that's the caliber of the team that we're playing. And, and as you said, to further illustrate your point, Chris, Apopka only allowed three first downs in in, in that game to this team, which was averaging uh, over forty points a game uh, <laughs> and averaging over three hundred and fifty yards rushing a game. Right. They had twenty-something yards rushing. Well. They, go ahead. They struggled to get those three first downs. Well, obviously, a lot of this uh, we have to credit uh, Coach Rawlson with. Uh, he's a well, defense. Well, all, all of it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, go ahead. And I do want to mention we're going to ha- hear from Coach Rolson in our next segment, actually. Yeah. And so we'll go right to the because he, uh, horse's mouth and, he, and get, find out from him specifically. But also, a little bit later in the show, we have a brief uh, interview I, I've had with them um, last night with Lehman Hall, former Blue Darter, oh, oh, All-State yeah. quarterback Lehman Hall, also Army West Point Hall of Fame quarterback, and he's going to give some brief comments about this year's Army-Navy game. Oh, yeah, which is tomorrow, of course. But, yeah, uh, Coach Rolson, being a defensive expert, obviously, it, it, it's, he's, got, he's got it down. But not – I mean, the fundamentals are there, but also he's able to craft a game plan for each opponent and th- against their strengths. And, and, and the team is able to execute. And that's uh, – over these last uh, few weeks – a couple of months, actually, it's been quite obvious that he's got a team that's paying attention. Yeah, I think there are three fundamental elements there. First of all, Coach Rolson, his incredible knowledge of, of defense, of <laughs> he how, is a how, how to scheme, how to dial it up, um, all that kind of thing, um, you know, which, which is really uncanny. And, and, he's, and he's got a 20-year track record of doing it, by the way. And I do want to point out that Apopka has been to six state championship games, and Coach Rolson has been a, a part of those all six of those. For four, he was the defensive coordinator right. uh, when Coach Rick Darnton was the head coach. Right. And then the last two... He's been the head coach, so he's been an instrumental part of a popular, the success of a popular Blue Darter football over the last 20 years. So it's his incredible knowledge. He played defense in college. Um, he was an All-American, Division II All-American at Eastern Illinois. In fact, one of his teammates was Sean Payton, uh, the coach of the New Orleans Saints. Right. But, um, Obviously, um, but, they but, had a good coach. <laughs> but also, 
his ability to coach and teach. I've talked to, to many players and former players, and Coach Rolson has an uncanny ability. Because a lot of people that are geniuses can't communicate anything to anybody. Right. But, but he's got that ability to take the knowledge that he has and communicate it to, these, to the players in a way that they can understand and execute. And then the third element is, is we've just got some incredibly talented players out there executing his, his brilliant schemes. Well, uh, as I said, it, it appears as though to me he crafts his game plan to his opponent in terms of a defensive sense, not just the offense, but the defense, obviously. And so what is he going to be looking at with uh, Venice High School? Tell us a little bit about Venice High School. You know, um, as I said before, they um, will go into the game as underdog. They have just been annihilating people. Um, you know, in fact, in, you know, if you look at, we played two teams that they played, um, Edgewater and West Orange. We actually lost to Edgewater. That was early in the season. Um, but they beat Edgewater by about 40. Uh, we played West Orange. We beat them 13 to nothing in a close game again early in the season. They beat them last week 49 to 7. So mm-hmm. that'll just give you a little, little indication. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, competitive scores, don't mean everything, but it, it gives an idea of the strength and, and the, the power of this team. They're, they're a very, very good team. Uh, once again, though, if the Blue Darters' defense holds their scoring down, it, it, you know, it's happened over and over again that Blue Darter offense finds a way to score. And the Blue Darters' offense, it takes a couple of possessions to get traction with those guys. But once they get their traction... Yep. Things happen. And the offense has improved steadily over the course of the season, too. And, and part of the reason for the early, you know, facts that it took a while to get for the offense to get untracked was, you know, they were kind of blending two different schemes. Right. Uh, uh, Coach Rolson and his, co- uh, his coaches were adding um, the uh, the spread scheme to our right. longtime single wing scheme. And it just took a, took a while for you know, the players to adapt to that and, and digest it all and be able to, 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 you know, to do it flu- uh, efficiently. But in the last, I would say starting with about the last four games of the regular season, the offense has improved steadily every week. What about the, once again, the Venice team? Who are their key players? Who should we keep an eye on? I don't really, I'm not, I haven't really, uh, really boned up on them too much. I have watched a little film of them. And um, you know they're they're a spread team. They um, you know they obviously have an explosive offense. I don't know too much about their defense. Most of what I saw was on offense. I I did see a game they played against Miami Columbus, uh, which was I guess the game they they played most recently. Yeah, the game they most that was their semifinal win. They won something like twenty nine to fourteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now based on what I saw and. You know, I don't want to be presumptuous or, or overconfident, but um, the Miami Columbus team defense you know, is just flat out not as good as our defense. In fact, I saw some pretty shoddy tackling on the part of, of Miami Columbus. Oh, wow. So, you know, I, th- I think that um, yeah, I'm confident that our defense will, will show up and, and and represent very well. Uh, and I think it'll probably be something they haven't they haven't seen before. Well, that may be the game there. You know, uh, Roger, you being a, a former Blue Darter tight end, uh, another one of your former Blue Darter tight ends has made. It in the, recently in uh, the news, and the, the Cincinnati Bengals own Trey Hendrickson. Do you know Trey? Tell us a little about that. Well, I don't really, I don't know him other than just he was a member of that 2012 right. state championship team. And good ball player. He's an interesting Obviously. story. He was yeah. uh, primarily a defensive end up until his senior year, and that was another genius move by Coach Darlington. Was he uh, switched him uh, over to tight end uh-huh. his senior year? Now, of course, part of that was you know when, when Coach Darlington was a coach, it seemed like like like. 
I won't say all, but but a lot of the the, the best players wound up on offense because <laughs> he was an offensive aficionado. Right. Now it seems like a lot of the, the really good players wind up on defense well, with, with Coach Wilson. Ways, yeah. uh, but anyway, so he took basically he took Henderson away from Coach Wilson and put him at tight end. And um, that's had, why it, it pays to be a utility player <laughs> where you can go either defense or offense and right. be great at both. He right. had an ab- absolutely out- he really. Had an outstanding, adapted incredibly well, got better every game. Still made a, a huge play. I still remember against Dr. Phillips uh, where he caught a ball uh, between three guys and uh, then knocked him down and went in for a, a key touchdown. <laughs> he scored, yeah. um, but anyway, he he uh, went to college at FAU, wasn't a highly recruited player, uh, a little bit undersized. Then he, as a defensive lineman, went back to defense. <laughs> he went back to defense after, after Coach Wilson, was, <laughs> Coach Charlton was he was 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 gone and um. And then got drafted. Had a great career at Florida Atlantic, and then got drafted. Uh, had a you know made his mark with the New Orleans Saints, and then was a free agent and got a big contract with Cincinnati. But he, basically, the bottom line is he just set the Cincinnati Bengals all-time stack record last week. Trey nice. Henderson, wow. very nice, a, a guy that we were just watching play for the Blue Daughters just a, seemingly a couple of years ago. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'm, I'm excited about the game. You guys call a great game. You always make it as exciting as if you were there watching it in the stadium. So uh, I'm really looking forward to next weekend. Well, thank you for sitting in with us, Chris. Friends, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from a popular Blue Darter coach, Coach Jeff Rolson, on Blue Darter Sports Central, sponsored by Porky's. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Is the sleigh ready? It sure is, Santa. Then, Rudolph, let's open that garage door. Uh, let's open the garage door. We need to open the garage door. Yeah, Santa, it's busted. It's stuck. Who do we call? Florida Door Solutions. That's who. It's time to get smart with your garage door opener from Florida Door Solutions. Featuring LiftMaster with built-in Wi-Fi that connects to MyQ. It works from multiple devices, plus adapts to home security cameras. You can even check your door status from work. It's the smart way to go. Florida Door Solutions handles all the top brands from Clopay, LiftMaster, Overhead Door, and more. And they've got the reputation for doing the job right the first time. Providing doors and openers to some of the biggest projects in Central Florida, like the new Orlando Fire Department. Close. That's a good thing you call Florida Door Solutions. Celebrating over 20 years serving Central Florida. Call them at 866-FLA-DOOR or online at FLADOOR.com. Hi, Steve Lack at Blue Book Service Center. Get a free tire disposal if you buy four tires and have them mounted and balanced by us. Blue Book Service Center. We're saving you money. Make your appointment now at BlueBookCars.com or call 407-321-0741. I can't breathe. This is David Horowitz. Those three words have rocked the nation. The violence that followed George Floyd's death has opened new cultural fault lines in America. David Horowitz's new book is entitled I Can't Breathe, How a Racial Hoax is Killing America. This book tells the truth about so-called police racism and the lies being told by the Black Lives Matter movement. Get the new book, I Can't Breathe, by best-selling author David Horowitz, available at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. Central Florida's conservative voice. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back. 
New Dogger Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you, friends, here as we really are getting really heavily into the Christmas season. Hope that Christmas is going well for you so far. I know it can be very hectic. It's a it's a joyous holiday, and it's a joyous time of year, and it can also be very hectic and uh, even be a little depressing if, if, you, uh, if we're not careful. But anyway, I hope it's going great for you. Joe, great to have you uh, joining us. And, Thank you, sir. Uh, you know, friends, of course, uh, for many weeks, about the last, what is it, 10 or 12 weeks mm-hmm. this year, we've been here with you at this time broadcasting a popular Blue Darter football games. And we've got some good news is that uh, the Darters had such a, Blue Darters had such a great season this year. They have emerged um, as one of the final two um, teams left in Class 8A, which is the largest school division of football in the state of Florida, and Apopka will be taking on, will be playing Venice High School in the Class 8A state championship game next Saturday, a week from tomorrow, um, at 1 p.m. in Fort Lauderdale. And, of course, Joe and I will be right there to bring you all the action live. And if you don't have your tickets, uh, you, you better get them. Do it quick. And I'm sure you can go to FHSAA.org, I'm sure, to, to, to get your tickets there. But... Um, for, so tonight we're having a special Blue Darter Sports Central program where we're highlighting and uh, doing a Blue Darter Championship game preview. Before we go further, first of all, I want to thank Chris Hart for sitting in with us and joining us. It's always great to have uh, Chris join us on, on, on our show. I let you know that Blue Darter Sports Central is sponsored by Fort Door Solutions, by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, by Community Health Centers of Central Florida, and of course by Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, 356 East Main Street. And right now I want to give you a brief word about Community Health Centers. Community Health Centers was founded in Apopka in 1972. And since that time, they've been serving the citizens of Central Florida with affordable, quality health care. Now, now with 15 locations located throughout Central Florida. And some of the other services, some of the, the health care services that Community Health Centers provides include both child and adult, medical and dental, family medicine, pediatric medicine, OBGYN, dental, pharmacy, and more. Make Community Health Centers of Central Florida your family's medical home. Now, and Joe, now just uh, we were talking primarily about defense with Chris Hart and of course, that's really where it all kind of starts and, and, and finish. It start, starts with the Blue Darters, and but as we talked about too, the offense is coming on and played very well. And don't even forget special teams too. Absolutely, Def, uh, special teams have have literally you know some of the best special teams I've ever ever seen in my life, and they're very consistent. And we'll talk a bit more about them um, as our show develops. But right now, we do have an interview with Coach Jeff Rolson, and we'll and let's go to that right now. Well, you know it's several factors. I think, you know, us being familiar with deep runs in the playoffs probably helped us. Probably were less nervous than they were. Um, they were a quality football team. They were, they were stout on both sides of the ball. But <clears throat> I think the biggest uh, position or the, the biggest factor was the familiar, familiarity we have with, with single wing. They, they'd run rough shot over everyone they played. They scored 50 points on Coco and People just don't see it, and if you don't play it all the time, it's hard to defend. And of course, we see it all the time, and, and we played it for twenty years. And so there wasn't anything they were going to do that we we hadn't seen. Our kids had a great week of practice, and we understood how to fit it. And <clears throat> we they went out and executed. So it was it was a great victory for our team. 
absolutely, if I'm not mistaken, held them to about three first downs and, and well under 100 yards rushing. Um, now, and, and one other thing too is, is you know, the offense uh, has seemed to have steadily improved for your team this season. You're kind of blending. You have you had kind of a blended offense between the spread formation and also you'll mix in the single wing as well. And um, can you talk about uh, just the way the offense has has you know improved and the way they imp- uh, you know, performed last uh, Friday versus Treasure Coast? Yeah, they have. You know, and when, when we need to you know move the football and <clears throat> burn clock. Uh, single wing's really been good for us, and we have, you know, we've got a, uh, a line that executes it well, and they've improved over the years and, and over the season. Pardon me, and, and our our kids have run it for quite a while, so it's it's it, it gives us a, a change up that's really good for us. Um, <clears throat> the spread has gotten better um, throughout the year, and uh, I think that's due to the fact that. Um, Andrew McLean, our quarterback's uh, making better decisions. He's getting rid of the ball quicker, and you know we're we're, we're handling some of the concepts better. So it, it gives us an opportunity uh, to attack people in different ways. And you know when we need to to get chunk plays, or if we get in a two minute situation, we have the capability you know to do that now. So that's that's a big plus. No, absolutely. McLean had a beautiful throw to Quincy Frazier for a touchdown, which may have been his best throw all year. Just an absolutely perfect pass. Um, do you have a, que- a question or a comment for Coach Rolson? Well, I would say, Coach, I don't know a whole lot about the single wing, but um, I'm just glad they weren't running it when I was at Apopka because uh, <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know that we would have thrown the ball very much. How, how much do you throw the ball? How many times uh, average? How many times a game? Well, and, and if you're a single wing team, you might throw it two or three times in a game. Um, yeah. We we probably average, I don't know, maybe 10 to 12 throws a game, which is pretty much kind of where we want to be. We'd like to throw it 15 times and complete 10 or 12. That'd be about perfect. Um, but yeah, we we don't we don't throw it a lot as much as a lot of people do, but uh, we we can, and that that's what's important. Yeah, that, and and you know, and that's that's similar to you know Army's uh, triple option attack. Uh, it's been said in past if if in that kind of offense you you pass more than six or seven times a game, you you might find yourself in trouble. So you're trying to keep uh, uh, ball control and and um, uh, run up the yardage. No question, you know that we've run triple option here in the past, and I've run it other places. And you know, you need to stay in front of the change when you run that offense. And you know, it's it's a it's a bunch of three and four yard gains, but that that's fine. You just can't take negative plays. The issue with 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 option football, you know, is being under center and coming out of the mesh. It's it's difficult to get depth and have time to throw the football. Whereas in the single wing, you, you're in the shotgun, so sure. you, you you have a little bit more opportunity. But with our ability to go shotgun and be in the spread and, and spread people out, we, we have the ability to throw it. And that's generally, you know, we'll take a shot or two at times in the single wing. But if we want to throw the football, we'll get in the spread. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm sure that when, when you do throw it, it probably adds an element of surprise. It does. It does. And, you know, going back to Treasure Coast, that's one thing they struggled with. They rushed the ball. They had a 2,000 yard uh, running back, and, you know, they run for a lot of yards. Had other guys had, you know, six, 800 yards. They'd rushed for, I don't know, close to 4,000 yards on the season. 
but uh, they'd only completed 126 yards and passes. So, you know, if you're going to run that offense and you, if you can't run it, you're in trouble. And they couldn't run it, and that spelled doom for them. Absolutely. Well, I, I would say, Coach, I, I wish you the absolute best of uh, luck and fortune, uh, you know, this week. And um, uh, I know how trying it can be. My, my son is a, a high school football coach here in Georgia with Marist High School, which is a, a Class 4A powerhouse. I know and it unfortunately- very well. The, yeah, uh, and they got beat last week uh, in a in a real tight tight game to probably the team that will end up being the state champion. Uh, but um, those games are a lot of fun to watch. Wish, wish I could be there to see it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for our kids. I'm I'm, I'm just hopeful that you know they can go out there and, and play great and, and and get it done because you know they've they've worked hard. They deserve it. And of course, we've been been there and, and lost it and we're on the cusp last year so we've got guys on our team been close three times this is the third time so hopefully that's the charm and it's the uh, anniversary of our 2001 our first state title here at Apopka so maybe that's a good omen we'll see you got to have to earn it I know that and Coach, Coach Rolson what can you tell us about Venice our opponent yeah well, they've, they've I think they lost one football game to Cardinal Gibbons, which is a private school that's in the state title game that's chock full of athletes. Um, Venice is extremely physical. Um, they run the football really, really well. Their line is, is going to be the best that we've seen all across the board. They don't have a weak spot up there. They're back front hard. Um, they got a really uh, explosive screen game. Um, and they're, they're stout on defense. They're solid on defense. They just kind of get on top of you and keep hammering. And, you know, and people play them close for a quarter or a half, and then they get run out of there. So we're going to have to play complimentary ball, uh, you know, play great defense. And we're going to have to move the ball and score points. And it's, 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 it's a bear, but, uh, you know, they're beatable. So we're going to show up with a game plan, and our kids are going to play hard, and we'll see how it goes. Coach Jeff Rolson talking about, first of all, the state semifinal victory over Treasure Coast last Friday night, dominant 21 to nothing victory for Apopka, and which put us in the state championship game. That'll be a week from tomorrow. It'll be December 18th, 1 p.m. kickoff. Of course, we'll have it all right here for you, Joe Ferraro and I, on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and, of course, online at theanswerorlando.com and with the Answer Orlando app. And I, I do want and that, do want to let you know I didn't uh, set, set, set it up uh, beforehand. That was Lehman Hall who you'll actually hear from a little bit later on um, after we come back from our next break, was the other voice on that interview. And, of course, Lehman is a former All-State Apopka Blue Rider quarterback back from 1972 and 73. Went on to start for three years at United States Military Academy, Army, West Point, and was last year was inducted into the Army West Point Athletic Hall of Fame for his extraordinary career at Army, where he uh, set 33 total offense or passing records during his career there. Tell you, that's one thing you say about a pop. It generates champions. It always has, and it will continue on. Of course, Lehman Hall was, was certainly one of those, and we'll talk a bit more about him when we come back from break. I do want to mention, though, I kind of short-shrifted uh, 
Coach Rolson and the defense because I didn't know the exact number of yardage. Uh, you know, that last night when I was speaking with Coach Rolson, I said we held uh, his defense held. Treasure Coast to under 100 yards rushing. It was actually held them just 20 something yards rushing, which is way under 100 yeah, yards sure rushing. Is. And uh, actually less than a yard per carry. They actually had something like 36 uh, you know, attempts and 20 something yards <laughs> rushing. So they actually average, you know, Treasure Coast actually averaged less than a yard per attempt. You know, and as we were leaving the stadium last week, a lot of the buzz was the Blue Daughters really took. Not only the team, clearly, but the fans there by surprise with their defense and the offense. They were totally shocked by the score, 21 to nothing. Yeah, because Treasure Coast had been blowing people out, all, all, even through the playoffs. Their previous playoff game was a 34 to nothing victory over an undefeated team. So, anyway, it's been a great season, and we look, looking, hopefully, we'll get one more victory a week from tomorrow. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back on Blue Daughter Sports Central. Please stay with us. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. I'm Keith Peters reporting. A software vulnerability exploited in the online game Minecraft is rapidly emerging as a major threat to Internet-connected devices around the world. The Internet's on fire right now, said Adam Myers, Senior Vice President of Intelligence at the cybersecurity firm CrowdStrike. People are scrambling to patch, and there are script kitties and all kinds of people scrambling to exploit it. He said Friday morning that in the 12 hours since the bug's existence was disclosed, that it had been fully weaponized, meaning that malefactors have developed and distributed tools to exploit. The flaw may be the worst computer vulnerability discovered in years. On Wall Street, the Dow by 216 points, the Nasdaq rose 113, the S&P 500 advanced 44. More details at srnnews.com. Hi, everyone. Pete in studios. We check in with our special friend, Derek, from Thompson Jewelers. Derek, Merry Christmas. And this certainly is a very special time of the year. Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to all our listeners out there today. Thompson Jewelers, well known across Central Florida, has the place to go for Christmas shopping. Yes, you know, it's the time of year that we celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus. And what better way to say how much you love someone that at Christmas time you buy them a special piece of jewelry? It's something so personal and so wonderful. Wonderful, and what a better time than Christmas. You shopped around in some of the other stores in Central Florida. What did you find? Yes, we actually had an independent shopper go around some of the major well-named jewelry stores in Central Florida, and we found that we are over 90% of our items are better priced and better quality than other stores in Central Florida. Family-owned, serving Central Florida for almost 80 years. Thompson Jewelers, your Christmas gift headquarters in the Colonial Plaza next to Old Navy, and in St. Cloud on 192 in the Hobby Lobby Shopping Center, and online at thompsonsjewelers.com. Charlie Kirk believes we are seeing the decline of America. Right now, there are hundreds of people that run your country, run our military, run our government, that are kind of like, what's the big deal if we lose? Who cares if it's humiliating? What's important is whether or not we get paid. What's important is whether or not my child goes to Harvard. I mean, we do that all the time. That's all we've done is lose over the last 30 years. And we get promoted while doing it. The Charlie Kirk Podcast, available on SalemPodcastNetwork.com and everywhere podcasts are heard. Worried about what you're breathing in? With each breath, allergens, germs, and viruses get trapped in your nose. Now there's a simple, easy, and a way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage, available at Navage.com. 
Take the answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back to Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin-Williams, also joined by Joe Ferraro. We're glad that you're joining us, of course, for the last 12 weeks or so. You've been hearing a pop of Blue Darter football at this time. Well, the Blue Darters have secured a spot in the 2021 state championship game with their 21 to nothing victory last Friday night over Treasure Coast. And Apopka will be playing in the 2021 state championship game a week from tomorrow on the 18th of December at 1 p.m. That game will be in Fort Lauderdale. And, of course, Joe and I will have all the action for you right here on the new AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer, and online at theanswerorlando.com and with the Answer Orlando app. In a moment, we are going to go to Lehman Hall a Popka Blue Darter, former Popka Blue Darter All-State quarterback, also a member of the Army West Point Hall Athletic Hall of Fame, a record-setting quarterback at West Point. In fact, his senior year, the Black Knights defeated Navy 17-14 to for the first victory in five seasons for Army over Navy, and in a game that went down literally to the last play, and a game that is widely recognized as one of the all-time great Army Navy games, and um, we're going to talk to Lehman in just a, in a moment. Before we do, though, of course, I want to remind you that Blue Darter Sports Central is made possible by our friends over at Community Health Centers of Central Florida, by Porky's Original Barbecue, by Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic, and of course, Florida Door Solutions. Florida Door Solutions supports our program. Florida Door Solutions supports a Popka Blue Darter football and a Popka athletics on our stations, and they support all the programs you hear on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Now let's go to former Blue Darter All-State quarterback Lehman Hall, former a member of the Army West Point Athletic Hall of Fame, former winning quarterback in the Army-Navy series. Army-Navy obviously is 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 one of the greatest rivalries i think uh in college football not just because of its um uh, standing in you know as a football classic but really what it means across the world to army and navy soldiers and sailors and you know before i kind of talk about those first experiences uh for me as an army uh, player and, and uh, person, uh, when I was there in Apopka, um, I always used to watch the army Navy football game. My father was uh, in the Navy during the Korean war. And for that reason, I identified with Navy way back when, which I think brings, you know, brings to light how important that game is. It, it, neither my father nor I, um, knew very much about West Point or Annapolis, but we identified with the military and particularly with my father's branch. Now, of course, uh, accepting my appointment to West Point and, and to play football there, you quickly get indoctrinated uh, into uh, the, the Army 
way of life from the from the time you step off the bus at West Point. The one of the first things that's yelled at you is "Beat Navy," and you hear "Beat Navy" all the way through. Uh, you know your experience as a new cadet that first summer, and and, and of course um, you know you reply with "Beat Navy." So um, you you. you you know, that, that's the language that everyone is speaking. Go Army, beat Navy. All the way up till, um, you know, that first game. And, um, you know, even going off post, people yell, beat Navy. One of the things that I would say uh, <laughs> was an eye-opening experience to me is after hearing beat Navy for many months and arriving in Philadelphia, uh, you know, walking through the hotel or on the streets or wherever. Of course, uh, there's half Navy and half Army people. It was the first time I heard the phrase, beat Army. And it was like a foreign language to me, you know, because uh, uh, you're, you're indoctrinated to beat Navy. But um, the, the experience and, and the excitement around that game, not only – you know, locally, uh, where, where, wherever it's being held that year, but getting a sense of the following throughout the world is just, uh, it's just overwhelming. It, it's so humbling. Um, you know, when you've got so many people who are depending on you for that one day of joy and excitement and, and hopefully victory. That was Army West Point Hall of Fame quarterback. Lehman Hall, of course, a former popular blue darter, all-state quarterback as well. And, uh, Joe, great insights. I love hearing those great insights uh, you know, from somebody who actually uh, was out there on the field and participated in this incredible series. You know, and having grown up in Philadelphia, the games always played down what was John F. Kennedy Stadium, one of the largest stadiums at the time in Philly. Over 120,000 people, I think, it's seated. But we'd always hear beat Army, go Navy. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what we heard in my household. And then as a Marine, you'd be on the Navy side, right? Exactly. And um, you've got a lot of Marines playing on that team. And, and one thing I, I do want to mention, too, it, it, Army-Navy, you know, as Lehman said, just taking it on the surface as a football game, as an intense rivalry, it, it, it is. it's huge. But but it's so much more than that you know, as, as well, and that... You know, one thing that, that that we shouldn't lose sight of, which I think is the most important thing, is that, and, and you know, the intensity of, of of you know the the antipathy, if you will, on the field between right. these guys. I mean, there's nothing literally they either would want to um, you know do in life almost than than, than to, to beat the other side. You know, just like fighting your your brother. You know, in a way. But but really, when you you know when you take the bigger picture, is that every single. Uh, player in that game on both sides, every player for Army, every player for Navy, has literally um, signed up for, if you will, volunteered to literally give their life for America That's right. if, if they are called to do so. And, right. and over the years, some of them have been called to do so. Some great leaders come out of both Annapolis and West Point, as we know throughout history. They're all officers once, upon, one, once they graduate. And it, it's, it's the only college football game... Um, you know that you'll ever see where every single participant has literally volunteered to give their life to protect the security and the freedom and the liberty of the United States of America. Absolutely. 
and you know, we are so proud of of, of, our, of of Lehman Hall, you know, our own popular order product, who uh, who not only you know, first of all, I mean, you know, it's incredible achievement just to to make it through. Uh, one of the military academies, especially West Point, just to graduate. But he actually, um, you know, was played football, uh, you know, so well that he uh, was elected, inducted into the Army Athletic Hall of Fame. In fact, he, uh, during his time as a starting quarterback for three seasons, broke uh, or set 33 different offensive um, and total off, you know, passing and total offensive records at, at West Point. He's a true legend at West Point. Yeah, he exemplifies everything you know you could say about the Blue Daughter sports program as a whole, because that's what a popka produces. And and, and we're uh, and, and I do want to once again add that um, as part of his career at Army, the, the season before Lehman um, entered, you know, um, West Point. Army had the worst season they'd ever had. They were zero and eleven. They actually lost the Navy game fifty-one to nothing. Uh, um, it took them three years of, with him there to finally beat Navy. But finally, his senior year, Army actually defeated Navy by a score of seventeen to fourteen. He played an instrumental part in that game, uh, as well as the defense played an extraordinary part in the game. And the game literally went down to the last play of the game. Navy had a fourth and eight. Uh, Fourth and goal from the eight, uh, trailing seventeen to fourteen. They chose to try to win the game instead of try, you know, kicking the field goal in the last play of the game to tie it up. And the, the Army defense stopped them, and and they got that incredible victory. And it's just one of the more dramatic uh, and intense, uh, one of the dr- more dramatic Army Navy games ever. And you know, one of our blue blue darter uh, you know, alumni was was a huge part of it. I, I could just imagine the cheer heard around the world, every Army base. On the planet, American Army base on the planet, just going nuts and, over uh, that win, and that's the kind of intensity that that's a, a, a part of that 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 spectacle, and um, it'll take place tomorrow uh, once again. And it's great to have a uh, you know somebody with, with our uh, with a connection to Blue Darter football and Blue Darter athletics uh, share their insights of, and, and somebody who was a huge part of it share their insights with us on, on our show tonight. Oh, Navy. Well, friends, we're going to go to a next break in just a moment. Joe and I will continue to talk about the and preview the 2021 Class 8A state championship football game, which will take place Saturday, December 18th, which will be a week from tomorrow, 1 p.m. kickoff from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And, of course, you can hear it all right here on the new AM 950, FM 94.9, The Answer. I want to give a shout out to our friend Shrin Yeager of Shrin Yeager State Farm, who has come on to uh, be a sponsor specifically of the state championship game. Hey, thanks, Shrin. And uh, before we go to break, too, I want to want to give give another shout out to Doctor Patrick Saint Germain and the great people at Saint Germain Chiropractic. They've been voted best. Doctor Patrick Saint Germain has been voted best chiropractor once again. And we'll talk more about Porky's when we come back. But I want to. Um, encourage you to come up and see us some Friday when Joe and I are up at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back on Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. (laughs) 
<laughs> is the sleigh ready? It sure is, Santa. Then, Rudolph, <laughs> let's open that garage door. Uh, let's open the garage door. We need to open the garage door. Yeah, Santa, it's busted. It's stuck. Who do we call? Florida Door Solutions. That's who. It's time to get smart with your garage door opener from Florida Door Solutions. Featuring LiftMaster with built-in Wi-Fi that connects to MyQ. It works from multiple devices, plus adapts to home security cameras. You can even check your door status from work. It's the smart way to go. Florida Door Solutions handles all the top brands from Clope, LiftMaster, Overhead Door, and more. And they've got the reputation for doing the job right the first time. Providing doors and openers to some of the biggest projects in Central Florida, like the new Orlando Fire Department. <laughs> was close. That's a good thing you called Florida Door Solutions. Celebrating over 20 years serving Central Florida. Call them at 866-FLA-DOOR or online at fladoor.com. One Florida Bank is Central Florida's local community-minded bank. Our relationship bankers are here to help open doors, helping businesses with timely decisions and investing in technology for accessibility and security. We believe a locally owned and managed bank better serves local needs. It allows One Florida to focus on building relationships because when you know your banker and your banker knows you, that's how business gets done. One Florida Bank, working together. Our goals are one. Member FDIC. Listen to this station for the Bible Answers Program, brought to you by the Dawn Bible Students Association. Questions designed to promote a better understanding of the scriptures of life, peace, and happiness. That's the Bible Answers Program. All new Sunday morning right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Take The Answer with you wherever you go. TheAnswerOrlando.com. Tune in. iHeart and Odyssey.com. News, opinion, passion. On the go. AM 950, FM 94.9. The Answer. It's Blue Darter Sports Central. Welcome back. Blue Darter Sports Central with Roger Franklin Williams. It's great to be with you tonight. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. I'm here with Joe Ferraro. Jeff Sennis is producing our show, and we're talking football. We're not broadcasting a game because the Blue Darters have made it all the way to the state championship game. That game will be played a week from tomorrow, December the 18th, 1 p.m. kickoff. The game will be played in Fort Lauderdale, and of course, we'll have it all right here for you on the new AM 950 FM 94.9, The Answer, and streaming online with the at TheAnswerOrlando.com and with the Answer Orlando app. Once again, want to give a shout-out to our sponsors of Blue Darter Sports Central, Community Health Centers of Central Florida. Community Health Centers of Central Florida were founded in Apopka in 1972. And since that time, they've grown to 15 locations serving the citizens of Central Florida with quality, affordable health care. Also, Florida Door Solutions, Dr. Patrick St. Germain, and Porky's Original Barbecue right in the heart of downtown Apopka, 356 East Main Street, which, of course, is also Highway 441, running right through the center of town. And, Joe, before we go back to talking more about the game and the season, I'd just like to say another word or two about, about Porky's. You know, you and I uh, uh, go up there frequently on Fridays. We, we actually broadcast this program there uh, you know, often yes, on Fridays, do. 11 to 12 noon, and then we have lunch with a great bunch of Blue Darters afterwards. And I'd like to encourage all of our listeners, uh, if you haven't joined us on a Friday at Porky's, I'd like to invite you and encourage you to do so. 
You never know. You might see somebody famous like the mayor of Apopka. <laughs> you never know. We always have a great group of, uh, of Blue Darter alumni. Of, a lot of former Apopka football players are there. And we have a lot of just football fans and alumni of, of other schools as well. It's a good place to hang out. And, of course, uh, uh, the, you just might see a member of the, the Larry uh, Cole All-Star Committee up there as well. So and even maybe uh, the esteemed Larry Cole might be there. You never know. <laughs> it's a great group. of. of, of uh, we always have a lot of fun, and, and we'd love for you to come up and, and join us and, and be a part of it. And, of course, you don't have to be there on Friday with us. Uh, Porky's is a great place to go anytime. And one more thing I'd like to say about Porky's is, you know, in addition to the great food, which, you know, without, I mean, everything's great at Porky's, but... They've literally got the best brisket that, I, that oh, I've ever had. Oh, I totally had. agree with that. That is, it's outstanding. And the fried okra. And if you like grilled chicken, uh, the best grilled chicken that that I found around here as well. I don't know how exactly how they do it, but um, and then Steve's a lot of a lot of times he doesn't like cooking it himself. But just just to, to get the chicken just right, you know, sometimes it's, it's it's too well done, it's too dry at other places. Sometimes it's not well done enough. However they do it at Porky's, it's always just perfect. And, um, but you know, going back to the um, to the game, you know, wh- one of the reasons for the success, I think, of Apopka this season, especially throughout the playoffs, where we've had, as, as Chris Hart pointed out, other than that you know, incredible overtime game over Sanford Seminole, who was, by the way, the defending state champion in Class A Day. Um, We'll come back to that game in just a moment. The, the Apopka's been winning playoff games by by large margins. You know, larger margins than you you might normally see. Yeah, three or four games, games where you know we left them with a goose egg. You know, forty-two to nothing over Creekside, thirty-four to three over Bartram Trail. Both of those teams from St. Johns County. Of course, they were the both of those teams were favored <laughs> in the game, and then uh, most recently twenty-one to nothing over over uh, Treasure Coast. And I think one of the the things. About that is that you know, Coach Rolson had, and even before him, Coach Darlington had a an, an old school culture uh, about just the way they practice, the way they conduct the program. And what I mean, Apopka still has hard, tough physical practices. I mean, you go to an Apopka Blue Daughter football practice. And it's intense. I mean, they're doing live tackling drills, live blocking drills, you know, heavy duty conditioning drills. I mean, they're practicing the way teams did, you know, 10, 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Now, a lot of teams, and I'm not sure if the, if the you know, average fan really, really knows this, um, but uh, most recently, pretty much at all levels, but, it's, but it, it's, especially at high school, a lot of teams have gotten away from hard, tough physical practices. A lot of teams are out there practicing in shorts most of the time. You know, a, a lot of the spread teams are practicing primarily their passing game, uh, which where Apopka's you know offenses, whether 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 we're in the single wing or whether we're in the spread, Apopka's offense is built around a hard nosed running game. And so I just think some of these teams get out there. Uh, you know, they're used to running a spread offense, throwing the ball all around. They're playing teams that are in a spread offense, throwing the ball all around, um, and they're not used to a team that's just going to come out and, and just play. You just hard nose. They're going to pound them, knock you on your rear end. Physical football every single play from the first play to the last play. You know, and just because the Blue Daughters aren't playing a, a game tonight, don't think they're resting on their laurels. They're out <laughs> or there, even rest, or even yeah, resting. resting. Yeah, they're out there. They're they're working hard because they know this. They're going to the show. This is what they worked 
four to win the state championship. And this is their opportunity. And um, and just, you know, obviously um, the opponent is Venice High School. The Venice Indians will learn more about them and we'll know more about them for our show next Friday night. Yep. Uh, our preview show, our preview show number two. But yeah, really what we know now is, is they're highly, very highly regarded. They've literally been blowing people off the map. <laughs> they've been winning games by 40 and 50 points. They've uh, played a couple of teams that we played and they beat them worse. Well, actually, we lost Edgewater. They they beat Edgewater by about 40, 41 to 7. Now, all that was early in the season. We played Edgewater early in the season and we've gotten a lot better since then. And Edgewater played Venison early in the season and they got a lot better. They sure did. After, after that game. Um, but anyway, the, the point is a very formidable foe. By, by any metric, you know, the Venice Indians are going to be a, a really, really tough out. But the flip side of that is we've kind of had that situation in, in every playoff game thus far, uh, as well as numerous regular season games. So I, I like our chances. I like our chances, too. I'm pretty confident the Blue Darters will be doing an outstanding job on the field on all aspects, special teams, defense, and offense. One thing I do want to mention, too, friends, we're our final segment but if you want to call and join us, we'd love to hear from you. You can do that at 407-774-8255, 407-774-8255. If you want to you know, get a word in with us here before we, uh, we end the show. And in fact, if you want to represent for another team, we'd love to hear from you. Because in addition to being the home of a popular blue of football, we just love high school football in general. And we support every team. Oh, were you expecting me to say yes to that? <laughs> Support him from a from, from a. Uh, I can't think of the right word, but uh, yeah, we we, we from love a broadcaster's every, we love point team. of view. Yeah, we we support high school football in general. Well, you know, and I do agree with that. And um, but we do have our bias to the blue. Well, Daughters. of course, absolutely. And I do just want to say one more th- one thing about that incredible playoff game against Stanford Seminole on the road over there. That was an extraordinary. Victory! I want to you know give a shout out to Coach Eric Lodge and his his team. What a team! I have to agree, Raj. A game that literally went down to literally the last play. Popka won it on a blocked extra on a botched extra point uh, in overtime, twenty eight to seven. We had to score on a fourth and two, fourth and goal from the two to 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 win the game, and that was. Um, Without a doubt, the, the most dramatic play that that we've had since since I've been everybody was on the, the edge of their seat. Well, well yeah, because I mean, it's a fourth down and two, uh, which is not not easy to make. And if you don't make it, you're done. And if you make it, you basically win the game. So so that that's what the stakes were. And uh, you know, Popka got behind that that offensive line, which has improved so much over the course of the season. And um, Zeldrick Roberts carried the ball in direct snap and, and ground out that two yards. And there's actually a, a wonderful picture in the Apopka Chief of that actual play uh, with Roberts in in the end zone, and that was taken by Bill Bolden. But um, but just I just wanted to, to just say a word about that game because literally one of the more dramatic football games I've ever seen, and also and 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 you know obviously you know give accolades to our Blue Darter team for being able to. To have the grit to, to to get that that victory, but also uh, give a shout out to to Sanford Seminole, their program, and, and their coach uh, Coach Eric Lodge. But um, and, and to talk a brief a little bit more about the Venice Indians specifically, talking nuts and bolts, they from what I've seen, and I'm not an expert because I haven't seen a whole lot uh, of film on Venice. I have seen some, 
and we'll, of course, see a lot more on the show next week. But um, they're, they're a spread team. They run a spread offense from co- what Coach Rolson told us earlier in the show. Probably from the film that he's viewed. Yeah, they are a, a balanced offense, unlike you know Treasure Coast. And that was an advantage we had over Treasure Coast, was they were literally one-dimensional. And, and if you can stop that one dimension, you're going to be in pretty good shape. And, and that's exactly what happened. Especially when it was our dimension. <laughs> when... Um, Venice, it'll be a, it'll be tougher. It'll be a, a more difficult assignment because they can run the ball effectively and they can throw the ball effectively. They've had great success doing both. So, but that's just some, for those of you who are game planning the game already. I know a lot of people are interested because I'm getting sure. a lot of questions, uh, text, uh, email, Facebook. Um, you know, Venice um, does, runs a, a spread offense that's very balanced. In fact, when I saw what I did see on film was multiple players making get big plays on offense. You know, multiple players, you know, having good runs, multiple players scoring touchdowns, multiple players um, catching passes and, and having big gains. So, anyway, uh, Venice's spread team, they've got, they've got a, an explosive offense, and um, that's uh, something that we can look for. Blue Darters need to do the basics. Don't No missed assignments. I think we'll be able to contain. And uh, one other thing, we've talked a lot about the defense because, of course, that's um, you know that that's what the foundation of the team has been built around. But certainly, want to emphasize special teams, and we you know hopefully we've been doing that all season. As I've said before, uh, Popka's special teams this season are literally the best special teams unit I've ever seen on any level, um, and and they're they're consistent. And what I mean by consistent are two things: one. Consistent in terms of it's not just one phase. It's not just the punting that, that's good. It's, right. not, it's not just the the kick uh, kickoff retur- uh, coverage unit that's good. Every single special teams unit has been outstanding. They can block an extra kick. They can yeah. block a punt. We've blocked punts. We've blocked kicks. We've scored by blocking kicks. We've set up touchdowns by blocking kicks. Uh, the kick coverage unit is outstanding. Rarely does a team ever get past the 25-yard line on, on, a, on a kick return. Um, you know, the, the, the punting unit is outstanding. Uh, you know, they, don't, they limit punt returns. The kicker, who is Andy, Andrew Kennedy, who does both the punting and the place kicking, has, has been outstanding this year in, in both roles. And it's um, that's been a big part of our success this year. Uh, special teams were crucial in that twenty-eight to twenty-seven overtime victory versus Hanford Seminole. In fact, I would say special teams are what made the difference. And so I think that'll be an advantage for us um, going if, if they'll continue to play like they have this year. And that's always the caveat. Um, you know, just could be a bit, could be an advantage for us in the championship game. And. And as we wrap things up, I think the offense has improved steadily. The offensive line has got to be where they're, they're doing, playing great, being very effective. Andrew McLean is playing very well, efficiently at quarterback. And, and two guys, Keandre Jones and Quincy Frazier, have been really the, the key stalwarts on, on offense in, in terms of um, making big plays, scoring touchdowns, and um, and, and Dyson Hurlbert, a senior All-State player, has is, 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 you know, been, been excellent in his role on the offensive line. Oh, Keandre Brown, and don't forget Nikai Martinez. Phenomenal ball player. Absolutely. Two huge interception returns that helped us to get where we are right now. Well, friends, thank you for joining us on Blue Dart Sports Central tonight. Have a great weekend. AM 950, FM 94.9, Florida's stronger conservative voice. The answer, WORL, Orlando, 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 Orlando. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. 
President Biden thinks inflation has hit its peak after reaching a 39-year high. White House correspondent Greg Clugston reports. The president argues that many economic indicators are positive. However, he understands that inflation is a real problem. It's a real bump in the road. It does affect families. Asked about the Labor Department's report showing consumer prices have increased at the fastest pace since 1982, he said he expects inflation to change sooner and more rapidly than most people think. It's not gone down quickly enough, but I think it will. Greg Clugston, Washington. Financial analyst Lou Dobbs says much of corporate America is joining with the Biden agenda and buying into woke culture. Bob Agnew reports. Dobbs says many corporations are so far left these days, they're more aligned with communist China than they are with American freedoms and values. And now uh, we're looking at critical race theory. We're looking at ESG. In corporate America, HR departments are run amok. Another side of the times, according to Dobbs, the effort to impose vaccine mandates on American workers who could lose their jobs if they refuse. It's a terrible moment, uh, but I think it is a transitory moment in American history. Dobbs was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Bob Agner reporting. The Pentagon says there are active discussions within the department about making COVID-19 vaccine booster shots mandatory for service members, even as thousands refuse or seek exemptions from the initial shot mandate. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says there have been no final decisions on the matter. He says Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin absolutely encourages people, if they can and if they qualify, to get the booster. On Wall Street, the Dow by 216 points, the Nasdaq rose 113, the S&P 500 advanced 44. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hi, everyone. Pete in studios. We check in with our special friend, Derek. from Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.